Good morning, welcome back to another week on Out of the Bubble. And today's guest is talking about something that I know all too well about. We're going to be talking about divorce. Um, so Audrey Zeaton is a transformation life coach and she works with women who are struggling to reinvent their life and, and after breakups and divorce. And it was interesting, um, a listener has been in touch with me in the last couple of weeks and said how much she loved listening to the podcast and really enjoyed the women's stories that was divorce and something that I really focused on because it seemed to be a common theme. That's not the case at all. I don't actually go out there and look for women that are going through this or have gone through this, but it does seem to be a time in midlife when divorce does happen and following that there is this period of transition and reinvention that often leads to quite remarkable things and, and women that have been on the show have kind of really changed their lives from that point so I guess it's not a common theme but it is a subject that's important to talk about because it's a fact of life and there is a rise in middle-aged divorce in the country so so today we're going to be talking about how you can get past the real struggles after going through a divorce or a breakup. So good morning Audrey, thank you so much for joining me. Good morning Rachel, thank you for having me on the podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to connect and another connection that I've actually made through through Instagram um, mm. which is fabulous, it's brilliant for making all these connections with like-minded women. So for anybody that doesn't know about you Audrey, how would you describe yourself? All right. Um, well, I uh, work with women who are struggling to recover from a breakup or a divorce. Um, and I help them rediscover the joy of solo living, uh, build their confidence and have a heart open to finding true love. Um, on a more personal note, I would say I am a very positive person, optimistic, and I'm a mom of two. And I always see the positive, even though I've been through uh, hard times in the past, many, many hard times, but uh, yes, I'm getting there, I'm moving on. So yeah, that's, that's, that's about me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're a trained transform, transformation coach, aren't you? But what made you yeah. specialise in particular in the, in the breakup and divorce area? Yes, uh, I think it's related to my personal story. You know, when you've been through such a trauma, I think it's very hard to, to recover at the time. I thought I'd never get through this. You know, I was very was shattered into pieces. I felt totally broken and uh, I had no more confidence. Um, and it took me so long to recover. You know, I thought mm -hmm. I'd never get there. You know, it's like uh, you're on this narrow path and you're thinking, okay, this is not the way I planned my life, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I started out. Uh, so when I qualified as a, as a life coach, uh, it's something I really want, you know, I, I thought about it and I thought, what can I do? Where can I make a big difference? You know, where can I make an impact? And thinking back, I'm, that's where I thought the most impact would be helping women who have been mm -hmm. through divorce and breakup. Uh, I know it's so hard and it takes so long to recover on your own. I feel mm -hmm. like I, I should have seeked for help at the time, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know coaching existed or... Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do now. Yes. Amazing. But how old were you at the time when you, when you did get divorced? So it was just before uh, I turned 40. Yeah, I was exactly the same. I was, it was my 40th birthday. <laughs> and it's, it is an age where I think it's actually on the increase, isn't it? Um, yeah. that, that quite a lot of midlife women are finding themselves having to reinvent themselves and start again after divorce and breakups. It's quite a, it seems to be quite a, a kind of 
at an age that, that brings a huge amount of change for some reason. Yes, uh, so many of my friends are, are divorced. I'm thinking, how come, you know? I mean, at the time when I was younger, everybody was married and I was maybe one of the first to get divorced, you know, in my circle of friends. Um, but in the end, now I'm thinking, okay, I know half of my friends are divorced. Yeah. And I know, I don't know about you, but at the time when I went through it, a lot of my friends, well, all my friends were really happily married at the time. And when you're in a circle of friends that you've been in with for years as partners, and then you're suddenly on your own, it's very difficult to be able to relate and talk about what you're going through because they're there in this happy bubble and they don't actually understand it. So having yeah. a coach like yourself, that's somebody that can really understand and relate to what this, this woman's going through is really important. Which did you feel the same? Were you kind of feeling quite isolated at that time? Yes, I mean, uh, to be honest, I was very lonely, you know. Um, I had to move in a flat with, with my kids and um, I had no family, being French living in London. I had mm. no support network around me at all. And yeah, my friends were all married, you know, it was friends I made through school, you know, that's, you know, yeah. I make friends. <laughs> yeah. when new adults and we, were, we used to go out, you know, as a couple, we used to be invited, going to pubs and but nothing of that happened anymore. You know, I felt really um, <laughs> outcast in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, as you mentioned coaching, I mean, that's what we, we, we create this space for, for the person, you know, when come to us and she has no one to turn to. It's, it's, and it's hard to always rely on your friends and your family. I mean, they've got their own problems and, and also they don't give you sometimes the best advice and they're trying to, but it's difficult. They haven't lived this, you know, yeah. I feel like building that nurturing space, um, you know, for, for the for a woman uh, coming to, to me is, is the most important thing to start with and yeah. feel that like she can just rest and okay, you know, it's yeah. my space now I can be myself and tell all about my problems and you know, my yeah. fears. So how, how did you get through it? How did you kind of begin this journey of self-discovery and rebuilding yourself back up? What, what, did, what worked for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it took me a long time. So I, I divorced just before I turned 40, but I have only been coaching um, maybe, uh, you know, 18 months or a couple of years, actually. Mm. Um, it's very recent. And it's, it's just this journey, you know, first you rebuild, you try to recover and get on with your life, you know, be confident again as a, as a mother, but as a, as a woman as well. Mm. I've been with my partner 14 years so you know you just about you know being feel you know attractive you know as well it's so important and yeah. have the confidence to date and just to think about this yeah <laughs> takes a long time um and i was never really happy in my my job you know i did the, the job was perfect when you raised kids and as a second salary i felt it was perfect job you know I wanted to be with my children at the end of the day and uh, but now they were they're growing up yeah they grown up and yeah. um okay now <laughs> they don't need me so much you know after school yeah. they don't need me actually yeah so that's when i started to think okay it's time to think of me you know a bit more and i explored all my options and uh, i hired a career coach actually to hmm. find out uh, what would be suited for me because I, I you know i would travel a lot i did lots of different jobs but it's like you don't know your skills, you know, anymore. You don't know, well, okay, what are my strengths? And um, it's having, doing this work with her that really inspired me. And that's how I decided to train uh, as a coach myself. 
Brilliant. And I think, you know, I think it's so important that we do seek out these people that are coaches in their own specialist subjects because they can offer. So it's just having that third eye, isn't it? That's particularly at a time when you are feeling lost yourself. It's having somebody else that can listen to what you've been through, listen to your story, listen to what you're capable of and what you've achieved and kind of help you work your way through that. Because at a time when you're struggling to just keep afloat, it's really hard to think forward, isn't it? Yes, yeah, you're totally confused and often you, you only see one, you have one vision, you know, you have all these negative emotion overwhelming you, you think there's no way out and you, you don't know where to start, you know, where to turn to and the coach can help you calm down and, you know, open your, your vision, open your, uh, your eyes to other ways, maybe mm. to think and to, uh, to handle also, you know, difficult situations and emotion and transform them into something positive. Yeah. So that you you have the confidence to okay, actually I can do this, you know, I can do it, yes. Yeah. So just baby steps, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but yeah. It's it's amazing to see the transformation in, in, in some women and how, how they you know come out of that, you know, that training coaching so transformed and, and hopeful and just building hope and building confidence mm. made them real you know achieve so much. Yeah. They would. And how, looking back now, with the journey that you've been through, what surprised you the most about yourself and what you've been able to achieve since? It's <laughs> a good question. Um, I actually, you know, I'm coaching myself sometimes. I think, actually, <laughs> you're doing great, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's something we tend not to do, women, to, to, to praise ourselves and to think, uh, you know, we always think of others and um, we don't actually think we're achieving, achieving a lot, you know, uh, yeah. today. And, and I'm thinking I overcome so much, so many hurdles, you know, living abroad for so long. Uh, raising children, being divorced, changing career. Um, and, and finally, I'm thinking, I was just thinking before uh, the podcast, actually, I am exactly where, where I should be, you know? Yeah. I love that. I love <laughs> hearing that. Yeah, I love hearing that. That's brilliant. You know, How, what kind of age group do you, have you noticed that is more kind of women over 40 that you coach or is there a real mixture of ages? I would say probably 35 to, to 50, mm. yes. So yeah, around 40 plus, yes. Yeah, because we were talking earlier before we went live and, um, you know, our, our, our listener had sent me a really lovely message last week saying that she was really enjoying listening to the podcast and all these different women, but was was divorced. Why were they all divorced? <laughs> was it was there a common theme and was that my specialist subject? I was like, well, no, it's not at all. It's not how it, I don't seek out divorced women that have made changes, but it does seem to be on the increase that more women in midlife are over 40 are finding themselves for whatever reason getting divorced isn't it but sometimes you know you're married young you know you you don't think much about yourself or you don't know yourself you know and mm. then you keep on going you have a job you have you raise the kids you you know you're married and all of a sudden maybe the kids are grown up yeah and you're thinking okay but this is not what I planned. And now maybe they've got time to think exactly what they want for the, you know, the other half of their life. Yeah. And I think that's how it starts. It's not so much about being divorced and it's about what do I want now for myself? You know, what's important to me and how can I achieve it? And it could bring divorce. Yes. It could lead to divorce. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
but it's about it's, it is about it's actually quite an exciting time as well because i know it's obviously a very sad and very difficult time but i think just to, on the flip side of it it is an opportunity if the moment is right for you to be able to reinvent yourself and actually like you've just said you are exactly where you are meant to be right now and you know it can be a really positive experience as well can't it it doesn't have to be a negative obviously it's a negative but it doesn't have to all be about the negativity does it it can be an opportunity of re rebirth i suppose yes yes as, i mean as a positive and optimistic person definitely but when you're right in the middle of it you don't think that yes it can be positive uh, but as soon as you get out of this negative circle i feel like you you start to think okay now actually i can really sit down and think what do i want and and start working towards it yeah. uh, i feel like you you have the choice whereas before you didn't maybe have the choice you know you had to build a career raise children and uh, this is definitely the flip, flip point as you said because you the fear you have of, of the unknown of loneliness mm. or if you're failing yeah. uh, fears i experimented myself and now i feel like actually now this fear is transformed into into freedom yeah you know i'm free to do what i want yeah, you know? yeah. To, to, to be myself you know be my, my true self and, mm. and i guess once you get to that point as well when you do um, want to have love back in your life again you're in such a better position because you know exactly who you are you know what you, your boundaries are what you'll accept and what you won't accept and mm -hmm. I suppose you're more open to to finding the right match for you second yeah. time round again it doesn't <laughs> yeah, have to stop you yeah. <laughs> definitely goes in pair yes I feel uh, I didn't know myself when I married my husband and I felt okay, I was young, you know, and I was naive and I'm probably a late bloomer as well. You know? yeah. <laughs> but um, definitely now I know, I mean, I found someone only recently that I, I feel like we are through too much, you know, we, mm. we, we really are suited to each other and, you know, it's, it, it, it can happen, but it's yeah. only after you've done that work. I feel like it takes me, it took me a long time to know myself. And as you mentioned, uh, you can you you know what to compromise and what not to compromise. What do you want? Yeah. How, how how do you want that, that couple to be? You know, it's yeah. not about having children anymore. It's about it's something else. And what do you want to put in that relationship? Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> what's the what what's kind of the most common barriers that women really struggle to get past when they are going through this awful stage of breakup? What's the thing that really stops them? From moving forward is it that because I know for me I really it's hard not to reflect on the past all the time and to have that negative mm -hmm. voice in your head going over and over and over everything and, and stopping that but what is that a common theme I think the little voice is definitely very powerful mm. <laughs> when we get divorced thinking uh you can feel guilt you know if you i mean if yeah. you left your husband i mean I, yeah. actually I, I left my husband i mean i'm mm, you know I did that, too. you know we, we grew we were so different i feel like something had to be done you know so mm. someone had to do something and uh, he's much happier now i mean he's also met someone he has a young child yeah. and you know it, we don't have to hurt each other, you know, and the kids can understand as well, you know, they can understand that love can be different, you know, and life can be different than a married couple and, and children. Yeah. Um, so that this little voice in your head, I would say, try maybe to change it to, okay, it's, it's, I have a, 
feel guilt or I feel anger. You know, your husband could have been uh, betraying you or, you know, abusing you. And, and that is very traumatic. Mm. I can feel anger, broken and sad and, and mixed feelings. But at the end, you know that this voice is only temporary. You know, you've been happy in the past. You, you've overcome situations, really hard situations. I'm sure that as women, we have overcome difficulties. And, and if you apply, what, what happened then? You know, what strengths did I use? What skills did I use? And can I apply just a little bit every day of that strength, you know, so mm. that I overcome this negative voice and, and negative feeling? Was there a kind of light bulb moment for you when you were going through this journey where you thought, actually, I am, I've woken up this morning and I'm feeling all right? <laughs> Because it is the most, you know, it's, it's hard to wake up in the morning when you're going through this. But I think there does come a time, isn't there, when I know there was for me, and it was actually through travel for me, um, that I, I actually volunteered in Uganda and worked in an orphanage. And I was terrified, absolutely terrified of doing it. But, I, you know, I got on the plane and I thought, actually, this is, this is really exciting and this is something I'm doing on my own. And I felt so much more confident. And, I, and at that point, I thought, actually, I am going to be all right. But it took me a couple of years to get to that point. Was there a moment like that for you? Yes. Um, I didn't travel that far. But uh, I, what I did was push myself to get out of my comfort zone, mm. you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I challenged myself, uh, for example, uh, going out, uh, you know, learning how to dance, going to dance classes and... Uh, did all sorts of things, you know, on the weekend because it used to be so lonely on the weekend, you know, when you don't uh, yeah. have the children, you know, they're with their dad, your yeah. friends are with their family, and you're thinking, okay. Yeah. I remember meeting a friend on down the street, and she was like, Tell me, Audrey, you're not just going to Waitrose, are you? And I was like, No, of course, no, but yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I am. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just. You know, so now I felt like, okay, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going out. I'm getting out there and anything just to meet new people and meet women who are also single. And that's mm -hmm. how I met actually wonderful women who were, you know, single. And then we met the next weekend. We, have, we had, a, you know, coffee together, a drink together. And that's how I started. You know, yeah. I was thinking, okay, I can rebuild something there. I can have new friendship. And, yeah, because it is terrifying. It is. It's like having to. Re it is that rebuilding of yourself, isn't it? And it's almost. I felt like I almost reverted to being back to sixteen years old because that's when I first met my my husband. So I was with him from sixteen to thirty nine to thirty nine. So it was a long time. So I did really feel like I completely had to start again and work out what I liked, who I was, what I didn't like, and it's quite scary, isn't it? Very scary. Um, yes, just being out there and, and talk about yourself, you know, alone, mm. you know, and having to do the first step, make the first step and reach out to people. Yeah. Um, that, that, yes, that's very difficult. <laughs> Sorry, Audrey, just bear with me one second. Sorry, my phone rang. I did turn it off, but it's come back on again there. I turned it off again. <laughs> Sorry, I've got it on silent. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if somebody is sat at home listening to this and they're in a, in a really dark place how can women take that first step to even reach out to somebody like yourself and what what could you say that would encourage them to seek help because it is difficult it's a difficult conversation and I still think there is a stigma attached to divorce I think yeah. people aren't very comfortable about talking about it in, in society it's almost kind of I, I certainly felt 
like I, I was uncomfortable talking about it to other people. So what advice would you give them to making those first steps? Well, um, yes, we don't know that we can get help. You know, when you divorce, you, you think it's everybody goes through this or many people and they just have to get on with it and, you know, pluck my, my courage and just get on. But it's actually, I find it's not the way to do it because that way you're not rebuilding yourself as a person and you are just keep going and for the kids and the work and, you know, you come home exhausted. Mm. Uh, and then the last thing you think of is taking care of yourself. You know, the last thing you want to do is take care of yourself. I found that uh, they have, yeah, when they come to me, it's important to know that maybe a door closes behind you, but another one opens. Yeah. And, and that's so important to think, to think that and to, yeah. to be that frame of mind and seeing that there are people we are here to, to nurture, you know, you and help you, you know, all along the way. And it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be forever. And it's just for them making that step, you know, and seek, yeah. seek out for help, a coach or whoever they, 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 they think uh, would be suited for them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it really helps, you know. Yeah. Have, you, have you found, obviously, because you have, found your confidence through what you've been through and then through the coaching and obviously you see women that have really transformed I would imagine over the course of the time with you has that really encouraged you even more to step out of your comfort zone and be braver and do different things yes I, I learn every day from my clients mm. I think. <laughs> they, they, they feed me they're, they've got you know all the strengths that I have they're, they've got a rich life and even though they're not aware of it to start with but they are rich and uh, and so brave as well mm. uh, and I feel like when I feel down or when I feel oh I can't do this so I'm thinking come on, you know, this is not, you can do this, <laughs> you know, and I challenge myself even in my work every day, you know, trying to do different things in my business or in my personal life. Um, you know, I'm maybe going to do, um, you know, a workshop or webinar or all this mm. stuff I'm trying to do at the moment, which is yeah, very out of my comfort zone because, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I can be a bit shy, you know, talking in public and uh, it's, it's about, it, it so, feels so good when you manage to, to, to do it, isn't yes. it? It's like, yeah. yes, you know, what's next? I want yeah. to do more. <laughs> exactly. And it's that, it's getting over that fear, isn't it? It's taking that jump of that leap of faith and taking that step over. Because that's what you've done it, you enjoy it, and then people actually want to do something else and I want to do more. But how do you take that step? How do you encourage women that are really stuck in that place where they want to do something, but the fear and their lack of confidence because it's been not so much really holds them back and what would you say to somebody that really needs to take that leap yes well i'd say you don't have to take a big leap yeah first of all and don't don't we're not gonna jump mountains straight away or you know and and i try to find uh we discuss about the realistic goals you know so that they don't feel overwhelmed something mm. you know you can start little uh just by you know taking care of yourself even in self-care you know um uh, dressing you know putting a nice outfit on and going out uh, putting some makeup on I feel sometimes it helps to rebuild confidence it doesn't have to be yeah. to be much you know we're not gonna push someone too far you know first it's little baby steps and uh, thinking about yourself in terms of um, 
um, nurturing yourself and having empathy for yourself. I uh, yeah. just little baby steps that we go through and uh, uh, we understand why, you know, the person, the woman is not uh, feeling so confident, you know, what's behind it, you know, and were there moments where you felt really confident and what happened then, you know, how did you react and what did you do? And we're trying to project this onto uh, new new habits and build new, new habits for, for her. It's about resetting the mind, isn't it, after a long time of, of yes. being in a partnership with somebody. It's about yeah. resetting it and going solo. Yes, exactly that. Yes, resetting the mind. And we are so, you know, used to a way to do things. And now, okay, you have to shift, you know. And it's about changing this mindset, changing uh, the way you, you, you see, uh, you know, the, the next step and the challenges. Mm. And um, they're teaching them and, and they learn, you know, very quickly. Okay, now I was doing this in the past, but is it serving me now? You know, is it really... Uh, serving me am I am I get, what am I getting from this you know? yeah and, uh, maybe it's a small satisfaction you know very quick satisfaction but do we want that or do we think of you know in six, six months or a year two years what, what how do you want your life to be you know how do you want your life to look like and, mm-hmm. and then we start by baby steps to bring uh, the person to 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 their to their goal to their life you know yeah. their, their vision you know so I wish I'd met you 10 years ago, Audrey. When I, <laughs> I wish I could have worked with you 10 years ago. It would have saved me lots of mistakes and, <laughs> and heartache. <laughs> you do have to see the humour in it because it is obviously such a serious subject and it is really painful, but you do have to almost see the, 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 the funny side of, of life sometimes as well, don't you, to get through it because it is, it's not an easy time. So I don't no. make light of it at all, but it, there, there has been times when it was quite amusing <laughs> when I look back. Yes, definitely amusing, especially when I first dated. Or, you know, but I, I try to put joy in my life and thinking, okay, you know, it's just about bringing joy back in your life. Yeah. How can I do this? You know, even yeah. two minutes a day, you know, even, you know, that's all. And yeah. you think, how can I do this? What steps can I take now to, to achieve this? Because you're right, the dating side, let's talk about the dating side, because that is really scary. And if somebody's been in a, in a relationship or a marriage for a long time, to then start, because so much has changed as well, the way people date and the way people communicate, it, that's a really scary. Very scary. Uh, yeah, fun, but, but also quite intimidating, really, isn't it? So what yeah. advice would you give to women if they are at a point where they're thinking they might even think, because it takes a long time to even get to the point where you think you might be okay to even meet somebody for a coffee. Mm. <laughs> I'd say just, you know, enjoy yourself. You know, mm. you're gonna, it's not about your next husband, is it? It's just about going out for a coffee and feeling pretty and feeling that someone appreciates you and your conversation. It is that, that mm. you know, uh, it, you know, you meet someone, you don't like him, so what, you know, you, it's okay, you just go home and, you know, going on with your life. Yeah. So I, I tried to do this. I did uh, dating and, <laughs> so, but honestly, even though I didn't meet anyone, um, it built my confidence back as a woman. I felt like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm still attractive, you know, I yeah. still, you know, and, and isn't it important, yeah. you know, to feel this as a woman, to feel you're still attractive and, you know, some men are, you know, Find you seducing, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's important, and I think actually that's something that that particularly older women in society 
they're almost not allowed to express their sexuality and their feminine side because it's kind of like almost past it in society's mind, which is not the case at all. So to be able to go out and have a date and made to feel really comfortable about themselves and make themselves feel good and sensual, I think is really such an important thing, isn't it? Yes, I feel when you reach midlife, you, I mean, there's this word that comes up a lot and it's being invisible, you know, yes. and, and um, this is so true, isn't it? And mm. You start thinking, oh, well, what would I address? Or what would I make an effort now anyway? I'm, you know, I'm going yeah. on 50. And, and actually making that effort, you know, you are, you are 50, so what? You know, just, mm. just you want to look good, you know, you, you, you want to you feel good you know, yeah. for yourself. And, and it, it, we, we are not invisible. I think, you know, women now are very powerful. And I feel like mm. compared to 10 years ago, we have such a chance now to rebuild our life the way we want. We have so much more opportunities and even to be self-employed. How many women now are yeah. doing their things compared to 10 years ago or more? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of powerful, um, we have a lot of power now. And, yeah, I think there's a real movement. I think there's a real movement now in older women over 50 that are really doing amazing things and pushing the boundaries, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, look at what you're doing. I mean, it's just exactly <laughs> the truth, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you. What's the best piece of advice you were given? Um, my given? Oh, um, I would say never give up, you know, mm. I, and I tend to, you know, I moved uh, countries, I found, I look for work, you know, everywhere in the world, um, and I had a lot of no for answer, but I'm thinking something I, I would say, if you don't collect the no's, you know, you're never going to get a yes, are you? Yeah, that's true. And yeah. it's something I always remind myself is, come on, you go and collect your nose, come on, you know, just Yeah, I like on. that, yeah. <laughs> and, fight, and one yes will come, you know, <laughs> eventually. Yeah, yeah. it's not, it's, a, it's about not being scared of the nose, isn't it? Yes. Just keep collecting them, I love that. And now women, my last question, the women are really bad at accepting compliments about themselves, and it's something that I ask all my guests now, if you could give yourself a compliment, what would it be, Audrey? <laughs> um. Oh my goodness, that's a it's hard. hard. It really stumps <laughs> everybody. <laughs> um, let's say um, I'm very um, joyful, you know, I think uh, inspire, 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 professional, you know, okay. I think I inspire, yes, joy and um, positiveness. That's what Happiness. people say. <laughs> well, it's been a joy to talk to you this morning. It's been lovely. How can people find you? So I've got a website, uh, it's uh, audreyzcoaching.com. Um, they can reach me on my website, um, you know, book a Discovery call. I do free Discovery call or I have lots of free tools as well they can download. Yes. Um, on my website, articles and different little um, exercises they can do, especially on the start of their journey. And also they can contact me by email um, on the website. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing what you're doing and your story. It's been a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Take you. Care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Well, I'm so glad I talked to Audrey today. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope if you are going through um, a divorce or a breakup that you manage to gain a little bit of strength from listening to that and that you are not alone. And if you do need some help, then please reach out because there are so many women like Audrey out there that are doing amazing work to help and support women and you just need to take that step and reach out and get in touch with somebody because 
I do know from my own experience that it's not often found in friends and family. Sometimes you need to speak to somebody outside of your circle. So please go take a, a look at Audrey if it's somebody that you might feel like you need to benefit from working from. I will be back next week. I have recently started my um, Patreon site. So if you are enjoying listening to the podcast as much as I am producing them, it's a real passion project of mine. I love being able to share all these amazing women's stories with you all. And I think being able to use this platform to get people's voices out there in midlife is such a great opportunity. Um, so, but I, I do it all for free I, and I love doing it. So any support I gain would be amazing to help me reach more women through the podcast and grow um, even further. And I am now doing the weekly, they're no longer a series, so they will be every single week of the year which is exciting and challenging all at the same time. So if you would like to join as a patron of Ask the Bomber podcast for less than the price of a coffee a month, then please go take a look at the site. All the links are on the page after this. So I will be eternally grateful. Don't forget to subscribe to outofthebubblepodcast.com. I will be back next week. But in the meantime, keep being fabulous. <laughs>